Hey guys, it's Mike, aka Go Guy Go, and let's kick off our very first podcast while I'm driving home from work, stuck in traffic. So let's give this thing a go. Let's have some fun, and let's talk some fancy football. Uh, before we do, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Now I don't know what you guys think, but it's it's exciting. Uh, I'm not really a Chiefs fan or a Bucks fan, but I can't imagine there being a much more exciting game to see Patrick Mahomes and his Chiefs try and repeat as Super Bowl champions, or if Tom Brady can rally his new hodgepodge team together to uh, help cement him as the GOAT. So uh, my personal opinions are that the Chiefs will win by a touchdown and that the Chiefs have a more consistent offense. They have played together longer. They have connections. They have proven to be an outstanding and outperforming team all across the board. Now, on the flip side, what I think the Bucks have going for them and the way that they could win, if they wanted to, if they could get it done, it would be this way, that the Bucks defense finds a way to get pressure on Mahomes and they can slow him down or really that's it it's just slowing him down it's not anything else beyond that because I don't think you can cover one guy because you can't cover everyone and they have enough weapons to spread the ball around but I think Mahomes can can get it done throughout the air so if the Bucks want to win this they need to get their defense and perform above average they need to perform at a phenomenal level and shut down the Chiefs. Now, I don't think it's going to be on Brady's shoulders because Brady is a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. He's To me, he's like a cerebral assassin. He is mentally tough. He never quits. And what where he lacks in his physical capabilities, he makes up in his determination and his will. That's To me, that's what makes... Brady a great quarterback but from a standpoint going into this game he doesn't have that relationship with his receivers like he did in New England I don't expect a miracle pass uh, turnaround like we've seen in years past I think I believe Brady has a decent connection with Mike Evans but that's about it I don't think it's anything more than he'll have maybe 300 yards three touchdowns or uh, an interception or two um, and the team just won't be able to to outscore outscore the Chiefs it's going to come down to the defense holding them in place so that Brady has a shot has a chance that's that's my opinion. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts and feelings about the Super Bowl this weekend? I also understand it might be some rain. might be a little chilly down there in Tampa. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the game is. It should be an exciting game. I expect a high-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be like 36-30, something in that range. Uh, it's definitely, I'm, I'm going to pick 60 points as the over. It's not going to be a low-scoring game by any stretch of the means. So, yeah, let's... Uh, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think about the game, what your thoughts are. Post that up in the in the group chat on Sleeper. And uh, the next item of business, talking football, before we get into some fantasy football stuff, are the Lions. Now, as a Lions fan myself, it's nice to see that the Lions have made some radical changes in the last couple of weeks. Uh, starting off with uh, 
kneecaps Dan Campbell. Um, wow, what an intense and emotional coach. I love the uh, the energy and enthusiasm. Um, I've done more research reading into the coaches that have come in to this organization more than I have in ever, ever. And I got to admit, I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm very hopeful. Not just delusionally hopeful, but I actually am hopeful. Uh, to me, the, the Lions have actually made some decisions to significantly change their course of direction uh, going forward. And not just to, to do the same thing that everyone else has done. They're doing things different. They're, they're really just not following the traditional playbook that they have and who they hire and how they move forward. And uh, to me, the, the greatest example of that is how they worked out a deal to trade Matt Stafford. Now, I love Matt Stafford. I think he's a great quarterback. Uh, he just wasn't in a situation to get to a Super Bowl. Never really get that great chance because the organization just wasn't there to build a team to to be around him, support him, and get, he where, get him where he needs to go. Um, so how this played out with uh, the, the Rams connection, getting sent to the Rams. So congratulations to you, Donnie, and getting a, a great quarterback. Uh, my, my personal feelings from a football standpoint, I think it was a great move for both sides. Um, I, I loved that Matt Stafford went to a playoff contending team. Uh, they have a great defense, and he has some great weapons. I don't think he has amazing weapons like top-tier talent, and but that's great for them. Now, for my Lions, I love having those picks. Uh, I think... We're going to be able to do some great things with those. Either we, we're moving around and we're using them as uh, assets in a trade to, to get what we need, or we actually draft great players. So that's I'm hopeful for that. And when it comes to Jared Goff, yeah, I like Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is a right right where he finished his quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's not a crappy quarterback. He's he's right in the middle. He's right dead center, and I'm okay with that for right now. I'm willing to, to give it a year or two to see if he has anything left where he can kind of reclaim some former glory that took him to the, the Super Bowl. But he's he's worth it, at my, my point of view, is to have him as our quarterback. And if we need to, we can move on down the road. We're not super tied to him. Now, from a fantasy standpoint, I think the, the trade overall is neutral. I think Stafford going to the Rams doesn't really move the needle for me at all I think he'll be pretty much the same as he's been as long as he stays healthy on the field he'll be just like a top 15 quarterback and I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup will be roughly about the same uh, Cooper Cup might get some more yards out of the deal I think they, they will be fine how they finish the last couple years is right where they're going to end up being uh, the other side the Lions fancy finish yeah I'm not I'm not as hopeful um, with Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay moving on, I, I truly believe that they will. I don't think they'll stick around for this rebuild. That means the uh, the Lions are going to have to go find some new weapons. And with the new weapons and a new new system being put in and a new quarterback, I don't expect a lot of fantasy uh, fun there for anyone. Except for DeAndre Swift. I think he's going to be the only thing that's going to be a good locked-in, draftable talent next year. Everything else is going to come with a high level of risk. So there's that. Now, I like TJ Hawkinson, but he's probably going to come along in some development. Um, I like Quintus Cephas. 
Uh, he's going to be a young receiver in development, and depending on who and how the Lions bring in receiving talent, there could be something there for them uh, that could turn into some fantasy relevancy for us. I'll have to wait and see. So for there, yeah, I, I'm hopeful for like year two, but year one I'm going to say the Lions are going to be a fantasy wasteland outside of Swift. So that's that's that. Uh, now we're kind of transitioning into uh, some more fantasy relevancy here. Let's um, let's talk about free agency with with the Lions making uh, that blockbuster trade in the quarterback market and shaking things up. And that kind of to me it puts it puts Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay on free agency that they're not going to want to come back. And I hope that. They don't get one. They don't get franchise tag. I don't think they franchise tag Galladay. I really don't want that to happen. I'd like to see him go to another team um, and get a chance to really, uh, really flourish. Because I think he's a great receiver. I think he's a top ten. Could be a top ten um, with a great quarterback and a great system. So I hope he finds a great home for that. Uh, there's a lot of great talent that's going to be out there this year in free agency, and I hope, I hope the franchise tag does not come flying out and lock some of these guys down. So. Uh, Curtis Samuel, Allen Robinson, those are some other great receivers. I think they're going to find some new homes. Um, Will Fuller, once the suspension is over, I think that's, yeah, like there's some great talent out there. So I'm excited for free agency. Um, the landscape is going to change dramatically. Yeah, you know what? Come to think of it, there's going to be some other quarterbacks that could possibly make moves here, right? There's the Deshaun Watson saga that could unfold here in, in, uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, there's Sam Darnold. He could be traded away from the Jets. We've got Derek Carr. Here's some rumors about him being traded, being sent away. Um, yeah, there's... I think quarterbacks, if any of those guys get traded, right, because they're not hitting the free agency, if they get traded, I think that will have the largest impact on fantasy futures because teams and players that might not have been as relevant before, if they get a solid quarterback... Like, man, like if, if Watson does get traded to the Jets and the Jets don't get a receiver to go along with it, does that mean Jamison Crowder and Denzel Mims become super top-tier talent? Like, like think about that for a second. Would you have ever said that, like, last year? No. But that's possible. What if he goes to Miami and you've got Devontae Parker who gets re-signed? Who knows? Uh, man, it's the possibilities where you get a good quarterback. Or what if a team ends up getting Derek Carr, who is, a to me, a mediocre quarterback. He is less than 50%. He is a below average. I'm not going to be overly excited for any team that has Derek Carr as their QB, uh, the receiving talent that he's got to throw to. So, yeah, it's going to be fun watching what happens in free agency when that opens up. And then right after that, we've got the rookie draft. Once, once free agency is set, then I guess our expectations will, will adjust and be locked in for what we think teams will draft because what they will need. And there's actually a decent class of, uh, of rookies. It's, I think it's going to be another deep class of wide receivers. Uh, we're going to be able to go probably deep into our second, maybe even third round and get some solid talent, talent that could actually show up year one, not have to wait a year, a year or two before they start to perform. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good year. I think running backs is going to be thin. Uh, depending on what teams they land on. So, yeah. Anyways, hey guys, I uh, also wanted to say I really love and appreciate 
uh, playing fantasy football with you guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited that we get a chance to to put this together, that we're going to be able to uh, connect on a, on a weekly, bi-weekly basis where we can talk about some of the things that are going on within our league and around the fantasy football world. Um, uh, what kind of spawned this, give you guys a bit of history, is I've been chatting with Donnie. And, you know, we probably all listen to some form of fantasy news along the way. But I do, uh, at work, listen to a lot of fantasy football podcasts. I just put it on my phone, have it in the background while I'm working, while I'm building stuff. Uh, it's just nice to, to pass and kill the time. So I thought, you know what, what a, what a great way to connect with you guys and help build um, and strengthen our league relationships so that we could talk about stuff. And at some point, I'm going to love... Uh, to get you guys on here somehow where we can talk and connect and we can throw some banter back and forth and discuss some things and uh, and share some thoughts and ideas and have some fun, really, because to me, that's what fantasy football is all about. As much as I enjoy winning and getting a championship, it's really about having fun because if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. So let's... Uh, Let's come up with some ideas. I have I have some stuff I'm gonna I've put on paper. I'm gonna try and roll out as I figure out the actual technical aspect of getting a good quality recording, um, and two making time to actually do that. Uh, right now, the best time I have is driving to and from uh, places that I go. So home from work to work. Uh, yeah, not that we go too many places, but that's it. So you guys, uh, let me know what you think. Give me your thoughts, your feelings. Give me some feedback. And uh, enjoy your day, stay safe, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.